This is Bush and Rich's Daily Takeaway. I want to do breaking news in your life in this first hour of the show, but here's the catch. I'm only interested in something that's happened to you in the past hour. So if it's like two hours ago, even if it's massive, like you've got a record deal, not interested. It's got to be within the last hour, breaking news in your life. So for me, just to throw my hat in the ring, bar having an incredibly shiny forehead, uh, I found a fiver, you know, in that little pocket within the main pocket in your jeans. The Johnny pocket, as I like to call it. But I'll keep I'll keep notes in there sometimes because if I if I have like fivers or whatever anywhere anywhere else big denominations if I pull tissues out to wipe kids' noses etc the money will just fly out so put it in a little pocket within a pocket so there you go there's the level of my breaking news but is there something that's happened to you within the past hour that you'd like to share with the group here on home time this evening Tom says the kettle's boiled not quite the level that I'm after fella uh, Paul says I've just discovered I've lost a wheel nut which is interesting. He does say up the toffees. Uh, Matt in Exmouth says, breaking news, my workmate Chris has excelled himself today in using his phone more than he actually worked. Throw your workmate under the bus. Uh, Nick in Ascot says, all right, Bush, breaking news here. About 10 minutes ago, I had a can of Sprite. I haven't had a can of Sprite in ages. I think it's still a thing. I'd say the weird one now is um, Pepsi. Is, I know you get Pepsi when you go abroad. Is Pepsi a thing here in the UK? Can you get it in a can? So many questions. Mark says... Uh, I've just made the M&S BP garage on the A13 Benfleet, desperate for a wee. Excellent breaking news there, my friend. Uh, breaking news here. Sharon in Tamworth has left work an hour and a half early because her boss is on holiday. Loving that. Uh, we've got Tracy on the line right now. Tracy, what is your breaking news in your house? <laughs> my husband has just asked me to sew a cover for a computer router. Wow, just need time to compute that. Excuse the pun. So he wants you to sew what? Like a, a cover for the router? Yeah. <laughs> What's your, what's your husband's first name? Darren. Is Darren, is this an unusual request from Darren? Like, out the blue, suddenly can you sew something for the router? When I first started sewing, he was like, I want nothing homemade. And now there's all sorts of random requests. So what, have you have you sewed covers for other unusual things around the house? Not unusual things, not yet. This is the first one that uh, has come a bit out the blue. Well, what's gone on in Darren's head that to make him think, do you know what, that, that router's fine, but it needs a sewn-on cover? I think he's just having one of those days. I think he's losing the plot, mate, to be honest with you, but best of luck with it. Can you send us a photo when you're done? I will do. Finn Kitch, the Everton tweeting legend, says his mate has sent him a photo of a bouncy castle and has invited him over. Sounds like a trap to me, mate. Tom says, tears in the Tom household as daughter's iPad refuses to charge. Testing underway with a different charger, more as it happens. Uh, Darren says, breaking news, burst pipe just before I was about to go home. Uh, uh, Dave in Sheffield says, I've had an argument with the missus, so I've gone to the pub for a calm-down pint. Good on you. Stay in there. Uh, let's cross live to Carrie and see what her breaking news is. Carrie, what's going on? So, I've been to Brighton for the weekend. Oh. When I got there, completely forgot that I'd not put my bread in the freezer. Oh. Um, so before you go any further, how much yeah. How much of the loaf was it? I'd had two slices. Wow, so it's pretty much a brand-new loaf there. <laughs> Full loaf, completely full loaf in my eyes. Um, but I've just got back and it's fine. It's not mouldy. So you, you can eat that. That's, it's it's, it's working. It. Do you reckon? I think so. I mean, that must have overshadowed your entire stay in Brighton, that. It did a little bit. I, I kept thinking about the loaf. <laughs> what a waste as well. Just two slices in and then mouldy by the time you get back. Yeah, I know. But... It's not happened. I'm buzzing. I'm, I'm buzzing for you. The rest of the home time listenership are buzzing for you as well. What are you going to do then? Are you going to have like a sandwich to celebrate or toast to celebrate? I reckon beans on toast. 
What a way to celebrate a loaf that's made it over the weekend. We're so chuffed for you. Thank you so much. Thank what, you. What a bit of breaking news. Good to speak to you. You too. Cheers. The Daily Takeaway. Bush and Richie's Daily Takeaway. The Wham! documentary on Netflix. Have you seen it? I know it's been out for a little while yet. Absolutely amazing. It's a proper feel-good thing. Uh, and you forget about how many amazing songs Wham! had. Basically, it's just like the story of Wham! Ends at the point where they split up at the end. And that's kind of it. But they were like a cultural phenomenon. I know. I don't know whether people like don't take them seriously or not. I'm not too sure, but you forget how many like bangers they had. Now, huge that was in the '80s and the whole tans and sunglasses and beach holidays and all that kind of stuff. And I also felt as well like I always thought that Andrew Ridgely was just the fellow who just kind of danced around in the background. It was all George. But if you watch the documentary on Netflix, there's a lot more to it than that. He kind of allowed George Michael to develop. Uh, really important friendship as well. And also, I think Andrew Ridgely, very honourable when he saw the writing was on the wall and he didn't stand in George Michael's way and he went on to be, you know, solo success, etc. But the unspoken hero of the Wham! documentary is Andrew Ridgely's mum. Because all of the pictures and everything they use in the documentary are from her scrapbooks. So Andrew Ridgely's mum kept us, like, 15 or 20 scrapbooks filled with press cuttings and photographs of everything they did right from them being in a band at school together to them selling out Wembley Stadium etc and it's amazing to have all that stuff there and it's all you know a physical photograph and things roughly cut out of local newspapers etc and there's something great about scrapbook I don't know whether whether scrapbooks are still a thing these days do you know what I mean because you know physical photos you don't really have physical photos anymore Um, it's all kind of in the cloud etc so do people have scrapbooks so I never had one. I've never done one in my entire life. And having watched the Wham! documentary, I kind of feel bad that I've I've never scrapbooked, if it's a verb. So I just want to put it out there. This, this could go one of two ways. Either no one does scrapbooks, never had a scrapbook, that's the end of the conversation. We'll just play a load of songs to six o'clock. Or if you ever have ha- had or kept a scrapbook on something, something in your life, a love, a passion, then get in touch. I'd love to hear about it tonight on the show. Uh, Suzanne says I've got about 15 scrapbooks on Nirvana and Hole. We actually had one of those fun conversations recently with the children about what you would save if the house caught fire. I said my scrapbooks. Obviously, this is based on family and dogs being safe already. I'm not that cruel. Thanks for clarifying. Uh, We've got Louise on the line. Louise, tell us about your scrapbook then. I'm such a nerd. Um, So I used to keep them on my scrapbooks of my ex-boyfriend and then I kept having to throw them away, which is a bit awkward. So, sorry, just just, just to pause you there, uh, Louise. So you used to keep scrapbooks books about your ex-boyfriends yeah you know when we'd have like a holiday or a day date and stick like a cinema ticket and stuff like that in there oh okay not a dossier i thought at one point that was like a dossier on people people you previously dated <laughs> that's a good idea i'm going to use that going forward um no like i had just the ones i had and then i had to keep throwing them away because i was like oh broke up they're going in the bin <laughs> <laughs> oh that's amazing so uh you would say let's just say hypothetically you dated paul you'd have a you'd have maybe the uh the, the gig tickets and holiday stuff that you've been to with Paul and then you get yeah. rid of him and then he goes in the bin and then you open a dossier on the new boyfriend. Yeah, then David come along and he went in the bin as well. Who, who if you were doing a scrapbook at the moment in terms of loves of your life, what would the name of the scrapbook be at the moment then, Louise? Oh, there isn't one. It'll just be Louise because I'm the new love of my life. That's, that's good and good for you. <laughs> Charming, good for you. Thank you. But now I have them of like all of my friends and my family and my holidays with them, so I don't have to throw any away. And I've got about five of them. Love that. So yeah, amazing. Wicked. And I've got my friends into it as well. So <laughs> that's good. It's a good thing. I'd like journaling. I think journaling is quite important as well to make you realise the good things that you have in your life as well. And 
definitely is. It really like helps you remember your blessings. And honestly, it's, it's so good to just like zone out because like I work on the computer all day long. So to be able to do something creative and zone out, it's great. I absolutely agree with you. I encourage people to do it as well. And what was the last thing that went into one of your scrapbooks then, Louise? Oh, I went to um, a festival. I am a country lover, but I went into a festival um, called Tomorrowland a couple of weeks ago in Belgium. So that's the last thing that's gone in. Straight in the scrapbook. Absolutely loving it. Great to speak <laughs> to you. Take care. This is The Daily Takeaway. As you all know, we are celebrating our 15th birthday here at Absolute Radio. We've asked all the presenters at Absolute Radio to uh, let everyone know what their favourite song of the past 15 years is. And you can vote for yours as well. Uh, get involved, absoluteradio.co.uk. Uh, it's fair to say one of my colleagues at this radio station in particular has gone rogue, a little bit rogue. And I thought I'd get her on the show just to, to dig deeper into it. Welcome to the show, the brilliant Jenny Longdon. How are you doing, Jenny? Yeah, I'm very well, thank you. How are you? I'm good. I sensed that you did a tweet yesterday that you felt that you were being besieged a little bit before for your choice of music for the best song of the past 15 years as Absolute Radio celebrates his 15th birthday. Now, obviously, you're one of the stars of our Absolute Radio country, so I'm thinking there, uh, London's definitely going to go for your Dirks Bentley or Thomas Rhett or something like that, a country act. But, oh no, please tell everybody what it was that you went for. I went for the absolute masterpiece that is Disturbed the Sound of Silence. OK, so doubling down on that already, absolute masterpiece. Tell us why you love that song so much. Why is that in the list for you? Well, I don't really know where to start. It's the vocals of David Draymond, Seep Into Your Soul, Shake Your Bones. It's the most moving track you've ever heard. It's the greatest cover ever done. I mean, Simon wow. Garfunkel, they walked so disturbed could run. Wow. If you don't listen to this song, you experience this song. Uh, I mean, I would say it's one of the worst cover versions of all time, but you're not having that. You're saying it's brilliant, Disturbed Sound of Silence. How could you say that? I'm sorry. I'm sorry, Jenny. I thought I knew what it what it felt to to feel alive, and, to, and then I heard this, and I thought I've not been living. I've been sleeping, and I woke up when I heard this song. And I'm sorry that you have not experienced this. I urge you to light a candle and sit alone and and play it to yourself, and it will change you. It will transform you. If you're listening to this right now, I want you to imagine this is like a House of Commons Select Committee thing where uh, Jenny has done very well under quite stern questioning from myself and Dave Berry and Matt Dyson as well. Uh, she's not for changing. That's fantastic. Well, that's fair play. It's going on the list there for your vote for the best song, the best song of the past 15 years. And where can people get more Jenny Longdon in their lives right now? Um, you can hear me on Absolute Radio Country. I'm with you Friday night. Saturdays and Sundays and through the decades and early breakfast on Absolute Radio at the moment as well before the Frank Skinner show and Jason Manford. Well, it's an honour to have you on the show. One final question, Jenny, what are you having for tea this evening? I, I'm going to have a girl dinner. Have you heard about girl dinner? Don't know what girl dinners are. Please clarify. Girl dinner is where we have too much going on in our heads that we don't think about making ourselves dinner. So we will have maybe a, a few olives, a couple of breadsticks, maybe a slice of ham from the fridge. Girl dinner. Fantastic. You've opened uh, opened my eyes to a whole new world there. Girl dinner, kind of a mezze, but slightly more chaotic. It's a chaotic mezze. Yes, it is. That's perfect. Uh, Jenny, lovely to speak to you. Have a brilliant Tuesday night. You too. Thank you. See you. This is Bush and Rich's Daily Takeaway. We were talking earlier on about uh, breaking news in your life, what has been going on, uh, because, you know, live our lives vicariously through what you lot, our listeners, get up to. Uh, we've got Julie on the line right now. Julie, what's going on, going on around at your place at the moment? Just being sorted out for my daughter's 10th birthday tomorrow. Am I speaking to you in a pub? Sounds like you're in a pub. No, I'm at home. It's my daughter's just running around. So you've been doing some dusting to your daughter's birthday. How old is she going to be? Ten. 
10 tomorrow and what, what's the prep like? What have you been doing? In cleaning, uh, moving stuff out of the um, piles, what we tend to pile up and just, yeah, just basically having a good sort out. And what does what does a 10-year-old have as their birthday cake? That's a secret. I've just got the um, parts to go out and get it. I can't tell it. Wow, so this is this is a genuine bit of secrecy that no one knows by yourself right now. Yeah. Would you mind yeah. if any of the listeners listening to this right now guessed what the cake might be and then we'll find out tomorrow what it was? That would be excellent. Okay, brilliant. So um, uh, this is for your daughter, Juliet. She's 10 tomorrow. You've got her a birthday cake themed around something that she's into. Can anyone guess what it is? Yeah, that's right. Right, well, what a cliffhanger. We'll find out on tomorrow's show. Okay, cool. The Daily Takeaway. Russian Richie's Daily Takeaway.